we're back. <laughs> Let's try this again. We've got it's viewers right out. now, so yeah. we don't know what went on, uh, what happened the first time. We were like, we have no viewers, and it started giving us some some issues. So Amanda, anyway. Tim, yeah, Amanda takes like, what's going on? Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's because Rick has such a huge following, he crashed the servers. That's what yep. we decided. Yep. So, Exactly. Got a Facebook user. I don't know where your burger's at. <laughs> Sorry, I don't. Uh, I don't have What's the links. Uh, Hope you had a good birthday, brother. It never showed you all. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah. I, I was looking, and it was something. But anyway, uh, hope it's working great. Now we got viewers, so uh, we're gonna jump right into it. Um, yep. We uh, drop the hammer. <laughs> I told him, you know, please hammer. Don't hurt him. Yeah, he, he hurt hurt him. him. He done hurt him. So hurt the stream yard. Yeah, I would. I would. I mean, Andy talking about it beforehand, but I so wished I could have uploaded some MC Hammer music. But go Hammer, go Hammer, know, go. He ain't making any money, so I probably would have got sued. Yeah, probably so. He had to money to IRS anyway. Yes. Yeah. So we got a great show tonight, Hammer? and as you can uh, tell. Uh, all the hammer jokes we got. None other than Mr. Rick Hammer on with us tonight. So I'm going to go ahead and pull him on. Let's do it. Since we're kind of running behind. What's up, brother? Brother. Guys. What? So, um, yeah, it kind of cut out right there. I don't know why. <laughs> anyway. Got we're good. Yeah, yeah we got good. you. We okay. got you. You're freezing up just a little bit, but we'll make it work. All right. We might be we that seen, We Chris Howe in the back of the van with spotty service like when he came on <laughs> what's up jackie b they had a so shout out to dent nerds they had a two and a half hour podcast last night i looked today started rewatching like oh my god like y'all are troopers so yep. I, I couldn't watch it all what's up to, lucas had to go to bed what's up lucas mr hammer in the house oh man anyway um so yeah like we start Every show, uh, you know, we'll kind of get a, a quick rundown, uh, maybe at least the first 30 minutes of the show. We always say a quick rundown, and we're like, it's 40 minutes in, we're like, crap, we need to get to the, <laughs> the meat and potatoes of this oh, thing. But, yeah, if you want to uh, just kind of give a uh, quick synopsis of how you got into PDR and, uh, you know, to where you're at right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Basically, got got started or trained uh, late in 2015, and uh, kind of worked my way through. Ended up getting uh, went to an advanced training with uh, <clears throat> John Hiley when he was in Ohio. I think that was like 2016 or so, something like that, 17 or somewhere in there. Um, and then. Uh, I, I actually started this out while I was still working full-time for uh, the railroad. And so I worked worked there for 13 years and went and got trained in the PDR, kind of practice, worked my way through it. And it was kind of, a, uh, basically, it was just kind of a, a side hustle for a while. And then um, after going to different um, uh the different like MTE and the meetups and stuff like that is like you meet more people, meet more people. You start to fall in love with it more and more. And uh, so I was like, yeah, I got to do this for, I got to do this full time. So that was my goal and uh, took, took a little while, but uh, been pushing full time with my business for just about two years now. And uh, pretty excited about that. Got to leave the railroad and um, so uh what railroad you work for um it was actually a short line railroad that hauls uh iron ore uh from the mines in northern minnesota puts them on the ships and send them out yeah. um, but now they're owned by a canadian company canadian national um gotcha. i don't really recommend anybody ever working for <laughs> a railroad it's especially terrible especially coal yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. How many? Or, how many hours a day was you putting in at the railroad, and then how many hours did you put in on PDR when you side hustle? Um, once once I knew I really wanted it, it was um 
our, our days on the railroad were a minimum of 10 hours. Um, and we could work 12 hours. Um, sometimes that wasn't necessarily mean we were home in 12 hours and we had to van or whatever back. So it could be longer days, but, um, usually I'd work my 10, 12 hour shift. And then it was my, my truck was in the parking lot filled with all my tools. As soon as I got done with that, it was wherever I needed to go and I fixed dents. So basically what I did was, um, I basically worked, I, I chose, I had enough seniority where I could choose to work the midnight shift. So I'd go in at midnight, I'd get done at 10, between 10 and noon every day. And then I'd go push dents till five or six at night, go home, eat dinner with the family, sleep for a couple hours and go right back to work. Wow. um, That was my life for five years. How old were you then? What's that? How old was you when you were doing all that? Um... I guess I'd be about 30, 31 when I started doing that. Still young Um, enough to do it. (laughs) Yeah. It was getting to the point though, where at the end it was like doing that. We had our, my, my baby girl was born two years ago. So it was like right at the end when I wanted to leave, I I always say she was my blessing. The reason why I actually made it happen. Um, But I told my wife, I was like, I'm going to do one or the other. I really want to do the paintless dent thing, but I said, I, I'm getting too old and I just turn into a, a crabby, crabby person, like two hours of sleep and a kid and um, work. Plus the railroad made me crabby anyway. Yeah. Um, I'm so grind, it was like, you make no excuses. Make, you make shit yeah, happen. Got to make this happen. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's right. <laughs> So finally, finally found my way. There was, there was a few hiccups and I explained some of that in the show with uh, Manny and Ryan, but there was, uh, I had a um, medical situation back in 18 that I actually like closed up my business for a year. um, And I thought it was going to be like the end of it for me. So I just, but um, luckily we got worked through that and eventually got back into it. You know, a lot of the guys like, uh, Q, John Bedeen, uh, Don Cavanaugh, um, there's Colby LeBlanc, uh, yeah. all those guys would call me like every week, every couple of weeks and be like, how you doing? What do you need? You know? And, yeah, and it awesome. was because of those guys, honestly, it's just like, you know what? You're not going to find this anywhere else. Just let's make this happen. Speaking that's of Kobe, speaking of Kobe, that's who. Commented. Oh, okay. You weren't from Mickey working. Mouse Road. <laughs> <laughs> that is him, yeah. Oh, that's, that, that uh, makes sense. He was yeah. wondering where his burger was earlier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was working uh, with me earlier this year on some hail, and um, I introduced him to a peanut butter jelly bacon burger. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, that face hear. right there. That's what his <laughs> face was, too. And then, yeah. he, then he ate it. And uh, I swear to God, we had to go there like three or four times that week. It, he was craving it. It's it's amazing how you don't think they go together, but oh my God. Dude, see, I don't like peanut butter jelly, so that's already out there. Yeah. Um, sweet, but, salty. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Sweet and, and salty, yeah. And that jelly was like a like a jalapeno, you oh, know, like yeah. grape jelly or something. It was It's pretty good. But well, Donnie, Donnie said he loves you. Love you too, Donnie. I appreciate you, man. That's great. You had a network like that. Like, I mean, we always brag the industry and how so many amazing people in it that will step up and reach out to you, help you any chance you get. So, oh, serious. That that's seriously so true, and that's why I tell everybody, whether they're in the industry or people I talk to about <laughs> the industry, um, we we have something that you will find nowhere else. You know, I mean, we have we're very lucky, but and yeah. and everybody, I mean. 99.9% of the the people that are in this industry are just amazing. You know, yeah, everybody's got your back. Everybody's pushing you to be a better you, willing to help you, teach you, you know. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, my my success and, and where I'm at today is honestly, like, it's because I wanted it, but more or less because I did have those people behind me pushing me. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, we at MTE, they got the detailers, too. And I've had detailers come up and, you know, be talking outside or whatever. It's like, our industry is not – like, you guys are tight-knit. And, like, our, we're the exact opposite. So it's, it makes you feel like you definitely made the right choice getting in the PDR industry. Yeah. Yeah. 
There's somebody got out of the AVR industry that we missed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's crazy. You go to MTE every year. You go to all the meetups. You go to whatever is going on anywhere. You meet more people, and it's like, man, I just met, like, five more great, amazing people that I didn't yeah. know before, and, and it just makes, like, every time it gets better and better. It's right. unbelievable. It's like us with this 75 hard that we're doing our test group. Like, there's several on here right now. we got Mr. Krug. Got Matt Myers. I think there was another one, but oh, Lucas. Yeah, so we're Lucas. all just seventy-five oh, yeah. hard challenge together, and we're just constantly pushing each other every day. We got Bonnie. And how awesome is that? You know, I mean, yeah, I need it because if it was just me doing it, there ain't no way I'd be like, no, nah, I'm good. Cow. So, but but yeah. I honestly feel that's that's the truth with you know anything in life is you got to have the drive, you got to want to do something, but. Um, you can't really accomplish anything on your own. You've got to have that group around you to, to really move but you, forward. You've got to be able, you've got to be willing to put yourself out there too. You yep. know, you can't, you know, you see it in, yeah. in Facebook all the time, but they're not, they're not going to carry you, but yeah, but, but you see all the negative comments, stuff like that on a lot of these pages and stuff that we're on and that, sure. and a lot of them people are just, they just have a, a negative mindset on everything. And it's, they're not reaching out, you know, they, they, yep. they, they're the ones who, who look at, it wouldn't matter what industry they're in. They just look at all the negative, which yeah. really the negative is only this much. And the positive so is this much, you know, and some of the stuff that they make the negatives out from, it's like, why, why even choose <laughs> yeah. to make it negative? Yeah. You know? yeah. It's I a, know. It's positive. Nitpicky as shit. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Well, you just scroll past that. You got demeanor too. Like I know I met you two MTEs ago, I believe, and like I talked to you, I felt like I'd known you forever. So your demeanor is really awesome, and you, you just fit right in and stuff. Yeah, Kyle, that's my water. I finished my gallon for the day of my seventy-five hundred challenge. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and you know that's that is who I am. But I feel like that's pretty much the majority of the people. I mean, to to be able to just go into a place and like the first time that. I walked into MTE or a meetup. I might've known one person when I went. And by the end of the show, I felt like I had known everybody there for years, you know, right. just great conversations, great information. And then, and then too, you know, you, you walk away from that and you're in contact with these people, you know, some every day, some yeah. weekly, monthly, whatever. Right. Yeah. And then and you got to know, was you in the, didn't you get in the Young Guns group with Corey Kleinfeld? I did. Yep, I'm sure that's even further. Oh yeah, yep. And that that was a huge help for me too. Um, you know, there's a lot of great information. Again, getting me, um, pushing me out of my comfort zone to do things like this. You know, that I wasn't used to doing, um, and and so much information just to grow as a business. You know, maybe not necessarily pushing dense, but how to handle insurance, how to, how to handle a customer, how to sell better, how to whatever, you know, whatever yeah. it was. Um, no, I came out with, I don't know. I feel like no matter if you're starting out, you're in the middle, maybe you're towards the end of the career. I feel like you should be a part of something because you can always learn so much. You know, oh, yeah. it's, there's so many good things well, out there. And, and like we were talking before the show, you know, the, being comfortable on screen like this. Um, I've got to give it to Don Kavanaugh because a couple years back, you know, talking with him, that's when he was every Tuesday or whatever, he'd do his little yeah, live thing. Hey, and, hey, uh, hey. Yeah. <laughs> and then and just talking with him and, and uh, he was like, you know, just, just do stuff like that. Cause you, you're trying to put a, just think of your customers trying to just put a face to you, to yeah. your company. And the more you're out there like that, when they come by here or whatever, they already feel like they know you. They know. And that's you, why yeah. that's like Andy doing all his, you know, him and Amanda doing all the fun stuff. It's just customers, how fun of a guy he is, you know, and, and just, it's just, it's good. I wish well, Drake, why, would, I wish Drake would leave Drake me a long time to fix the damn dents. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you're having to fix those dents yeah. in the club, man. That was pretty I know, right? Hey, you got to do what you got to do, right? Yeah, that's right. Well, another <laughs> good thing for about a client like that. Right. Uh, another good thing about being in those groups, like the Young Guns group, and now you've graduated to the PDR20 group with us, 
is the accountability aspect of it. Like if you're on your own, yeah, you might push yeah. yourself, but you're not going to push yourself as hard as, you know, like-minded people around you and stuff too. So, I agree. Um, no, I, I completely agree. I've, I've always been someone that I feel like I am self-driven en- enough, but it's, you know, you can easily be like, I'm too tired today for that or, I'll get it tomorrow. You know, it's easy to do that. So having someone even, you know, um, just last week or whatever, when he asked me to come on the show and you're like, I need a picture by the end of the day, you know, probably the worst picture ever. (laughs) No, uh, it's great. No, he's in there going. You know, it's like, I'll have a picture for you by the end of the day. I promise. (laughs) I got home, forgot about it. My wife was there, hand her the phone. I'm like, take a picture of me right now. <laughs> right. And, and, and he called me out on it too. And he's like, did you literally just like stand on, in your hallway and your wife just took a picture of you? I'm like, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> like, at least you weren't I knew like I could a bathroom tell. camera, I mean, oh. bathroom mirror. That would have been horrible. Toilet in the background. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, man. So I will figure so, hero. <laughs> But yeah, so it's like, I just, you know, being the accountability part, like I just, I didn't want to let him down because I told him I was going to do it. So it, it does. It's, uh, yeah, I got it it's a huge part having someone to, to push, push you back, you know, keep, right. keep you in line. Well, that's what I like now with the 20 group doing our accountability partners. Like you got somebody constantly on you, vice versa. So you got no excuses. Somebody's going to yeah. be on your ass to get some stuff done. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, especially there's a few of them in there. Like when you get with them, it's gonna be nonstop. Like they're gonna push you as hard as you can be pushed, and that's a good thing. That's what we need. So it's probably probably gonna suck at the time, but uh, in the long run, it's always you know so beneficial because you, oh, you do always come out on top. You know. Yeah. Trying to figure out who the Facebook users are. as Jack. Uh, oh. the last the last one. He was a <laughs> uh, he had his name up there earlier. I don't know what happened. I, he must yeah, have I don't know. Came back in. Yeah. Who knows. Uh, Mark Hunter's on here. What's up, Mark? What's up, brother? Oh, but yeah. I was, I was glad to see. I was excited when they, you know, said you were in Twenty Group. I think it'd be good for you and beneficial for us too. So, yeah, I was excited to be invited, invite, invited into the group. You know, like like I had told Gene and and Corey and stuff. We had talked from the um, Young Guns group and. I was like, I don't know. I, I'm like, I don't have, I don't think I have enough experience to be a part of that group. I was like, there's some, there's some talent in there. And I was like, I, I don't think I have anything to offer, but you know, nah, um, can't have that talking with them and stuff. It's just, you know, and, and I do, I feel comfortable in there. Um, it is a, a great group of people. And, you know, even from the first meeting that I was a part of on Monday, it was, I mean, I have a notebook just, bullet notes from i mean i already learned a ton absolutely so, yeah you kind of because I, I was in the same boat as you i had when we started the 20 group i was a year in the business and had that imposter syndrome more or less and yeah like right don cavanaugh john Scott, oh, jack you know all these big <laughs> names i'm like what am i doing in here like y'all got yeah y'all picked the wrong, <laughs> <laughs> wrong dude, but yeah you get more comfortable and it comes around and i mean you get, we know you got knowledge to offer so once you get more comfortable you'll definitely be Oh, that's that's something you will. Yeah, you'll get but, there. Well, I mean, I'm I'm trying to soak it up as much as I can because we all we all joined for a reason, right? You know, there, there's something, some sort in our business that we're looking, to, you know, to move yeah. forward. Anyway, but I feel like that's you know the 20 group. Like I said, the the meetings, the MTE, we all we all go because we're looking to get something out of it, not just. Yeah tools you know tools are always a good thing but yeah. to yeah. go and talk i feel like i learned something every every person i talk to every well you, you gotta That's think it's, it's it's one time a year that we all get together you know right. yep. we, we can if that's all you go for that's fine that's what the majority of us really kind of go for right. is to see our brothers and sisters and in, in our you know yep it's enjoyable here. so um how long have you, or, or I know you've been doing this for two years, like hammer full dental time, care yeah. full time. Yeah. Pushing, are you, pushing are you just, like seven, but. are you just mobile or are you? Yeah. So currently I am mobile. Uh, 
my uncle and my cousin have a family body shop and that's kind of what got me pushed into the, the PDR. There was a hailstorm years ago where some of the guys came in and came through and I seen it. And so I was interested in that and it took a little bit longer um, to pursue it than, you know, yeah. if I would have pursued it at that point, I probably would have been, you know, 15 years into this, but, um, but yeah, so I do have that body shop that I can work out of from time to time, like with hail and, and whatever, but I am mobile and, uh, I service, I'm up to 17 body shops right now that I service and three dealerships. Um, I've kind of weeded out some of the dealerships cause the ones that I keep now are pretty much, you know, they'll have me walked a lot and stuff, but they, they'll send me the, the bigger stuff too. And they let me price it almost retail in a way. So awesome. Um, yeah. You want to keep that around for sure. Yeah. Yep. Where the other ones, you know, you walked a lot and you tell them this one's 50 bucks or this one's that. And they're like, eh, we're going to fix this. We're going to, we're not going to fix this one. I, I don't have time for that. So the good thing is, is you do have that, that body shop and it's family. So there could be a possibility you could always rent a space in there. Yeah. You know, that's what I did uh, two years ago. Like I rented from my yeah. body shop. It worked out for a while, but my spot getting tighter and tighter. I was like, all, all right. right. <laughs> and that's, that's the only tough part with, with our shop is the body shop isn't real big. We do have a secondary building, but they have a, a contract where they're painting a bunch of, uh, boats that are being made locally that are they're like navy boats and dnr boats and so this one building got basically i got turned into like a a huge spray booth for these boats so my working space has gone down there um (laughs) but eventually my uncle will probably retire and there's thoughts where i might join forces with my cousin and and take over and he can keep the body shop going i do the painless dent or um But one of my main goals for sure is to get a shop of some sort um, in the next year or two established and and really build up that retail customer. Um, But I don't, I really don't want to let go of my mobile. I do. I I like driving around. I like, I have really good relationships with, with my body shops and, and uh, I I don't want to let that go, you know, so I I know I'm going to have to get a shop and get somebody in there to be there all the time. And so yeah. there's a lot to learn there. Well, that's that, one that, can, thing. that can be down the road. There, there, there's, yeah. you know, there's no rush in it and you don't have to do it. You know, there's, there's a lot of yeah. technicians that just, absolutely, not a sprint. Yeah, yeah, they just right. absolutely love the mobile part of it. They, they don't yeah. want a shop. Um, yeah. <laughs> what, said you did a lot of driving. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. He knows. He David Axe say what's up. <laughs> hey, what's up, Dave? Uh, yeah that that actually reminds me too um dave and jack reached out to me monday before our our meeting or whatever and um i got arc certified so congratulations yeah thank you very much i'm pretty excited about that and um did you get the the master or the hail uh the master i got a i gotta figure out the oh there's cliff too i'm still trying to get the hail one We don't even have to. We don't even have to know who this is. Like it says, Facebook user, but we know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. No, I I appreciate everybody that uh, that helped out with that and and pushed me to do it. I forever. I just like I. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter. And and everybody, you know, was kind of like, you need to do it. And yeah, for sure. Well, you know, I don't know if you listened to the the Dent Nerds podcast last night, but. You know, Matt Armillo was like, well, I'm the only one that have a shop. You know, why would I? He's not ARC certified. I'm like, you can put it on your vehicle. You could put it, if you want to, on your shirts, whatever. It's, right. It's yeah. something for the customers to, to kind of right. separate you from your other other technicians. Well, areas, like, I, so. I think it was Glywell. He said he explained it to his customers, like, hey, this is, you know, a group of technicians that are really good, you know, vet, yeah. vetting us or whatever to make sure we're good. And there's no hiding anything, so you got to be on your A game to get that. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I guess I didn't even know there was actually a website that existed with all the guys on there, you know. And, yeah. and once yeah. I seen that, it's like, well, 
Yeah, I got to do that. <laughs> I'm horrible. I need to go and update my stuff. I ain't messed with it in a while. I'm freaking terrible. I, I did several months back. Sometime last year, I think I did, but. Ryan Campbell, if you're watching, Snapchat me in the morning, remind me going to ARC and that being my stuff. That's my accountability party. Accountability. <laughs> oh, goodness. So, but yeah, I, I do enjoy being mobile. Um, you know, like I said, it, it, where, um, where, in winter time, it sucks, but where yeah, exactly are you? Superior, Wisconsin, um, which nobody knows where the hell that is, but uh-huh. it's like Duluth, Minnesota. Um, Basically, like Lake Superior is my back backyard. Um, two hours, oh, two hours north of John Vadine and Don Cavanaugh, those guys. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Jack, me and Ryan's been, we were Snapchatting before we got accountability parts. Like, oh, this will be easy. It's like just everyday stuff here. Gronk's bar is there. Yeah, God's God's country. Country, that's right. <laughs> Gronk's bar. Yeah. Gronk, I got a bar up there. Oh man, yeah. Cliff was a. I, I think he's a legend. I don't even think I'm allowed in Gronk's bar anymore without him. Um, him and, <laughs> That's him awesome. And Dwayne, Dwayne Ellison were uh, up here for quite a while. They were they were amazing guys to work with. Great techs. Um, we became super super close friends, all three of us, and we That's worked awesome. together. I don't know, it was like two or three months, and uh, we had a lot of fun. But we. We spent some nights at Gronk's there, and he was uh, – people would have thought he was the owner of the place, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> you know, it's like, where's Cliff? Why isn't Cliff here? So I don't even go there anymore until he comes back. That's hilarious. Just I've never got to meet Dwayne Ellis. And I've you know, obviously met Crystal time and time again, but I've never met Dwayne. Dwayne is a great guy, amazing, amazing tech too. Like, he, you know, he stays quiet or whatever, but that guy is – I mean, me and him became real close friends, too. I felt like right away, just a good dude, like anybody else in here, um, but amazing technician. I mean, I've heard, I've very, heard nothing good. but good about yeah, him. Yeah, I have, too. I had, I had Fred Delaney down here helping me on my hailstorm two years ago, and him and Delaney are pretty close. And Yeah, I'm man. Like, well, that's... if y'all are good friends and me and you are good friends, then I'm sure we'd hit it off. <laughs> yeah, when they yeah, get him on the show. Like, yeah, I, I do think he'd be good on the show, whether he'd join or not. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah. <laughs> he likes to stay quiet, but he, he would be a good one. And, and like I said, he's just he's just full of talent and he's good humor and just just a good dude all together. I mean, we had a blast. Oh, Trinkos. Yeah, I go to Ashland quite a bit there, Rob. I was just there on Tuesday. Because <laughs> you drive everywhere. How many miles do. a week do you say you drive? It's different. Uh, I'd say in the last last three days, I've put on over five hundred miles. Holy shit! Yeah. How, was, how how how? I'm guessing you don't have a lot of technicians right there around you. No, so you're kind of the only guy. Yeah. So um, in Duluth. There is Phil Martinen. I'm, I don't know if you guys know him from Duluth Dent Repair. I know Phil. He was in the 20 group prior. Okay, yep. Um, and so he's basically, I consider him my only competition just because he's a very good tech. You know, he he's only been doing it a few years and, and whatever, but we go have lunch every once in a while. I wish it was more than not because it's always a good conversation with him. He's, he's – uh, He's got good ideas. He's smart. And like I said, he just, he does great work. And, um, so we always try to make sure that we keep on top of our industry in our area so that, you know, if, if someone chooses me or him, it's not overpriced and, and we're not yeah. cutting each other. Cause really awesome. there's one or two other techs that are in the area or have been here a while. And, uh, they're, yeah, yeah, we we understand those guys. Yeah, I hate that <laughs> so, too. It's like you're just bringing down the industry as a whole when you're doing that undercut and stuff like that. Like, yeah, you might be getting a quick dollar, but big picture, you're not doing anything for yourself or anybody else. Well, it's not yeah, just I the mean, undercut, and it's the poor quality of work because right. yeah, when well, you don't charge enough, don't you don't care. want to fix it right. Right. Well, I mean, um, just just the 
the idea it gives customers of what our industry is. It's like, no, we can fix a dent without cracking the paint and still yeah. leaving a dent behind, yeah. you know? We, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, amazing. there's so many. Be like the one that, that Kavanaugh posted the other day. It looked like a oh, puckered man. up butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, you know, and, and that's that one's actually pretty clean to some of the stuff I've seen from some of these yeah. other local guys. I, I posted one too not too long ago on my Instagram or whatever where like I originally estimated it and it was too high. They went to the other person and then they yeah. came back and asked if I could fix it. And it was like you know, it looked like a golf ball, but the, all the paint was shattered. So, oh my gosh, that's what you get for seventy-five bucks in Duluth Superior. Yeah, that's what you get for seventy-five bucks anywhere. Well, we were talking yeah. before the show too. Even like we're trying to, it's just hard to educate those customers or potential customers. Like they think body shops are better repaired. Like, no, we're giving yeah. you a better repair than a body shop. Like, yeah, we might be the same price, but you're overall getting a whole lot better. Right. I mean, well, anytime that you you know, we all know that you keep your factory paint, you keep your factory panels, it's it's better. But explaining that to people that really think like getting your panel repainted is, is the better thing. It's really hard to get people to move forward with that idea and, and, and to understand it. Cliff's taking blame for all the shitty PDR art. <laughs> <laughs> we all know better than that. Yeah. Well, like... um you know, just being honest and upfront with customers, like I had one stop by earlier, is re- referred to me, and I'm like, I mean, paint was completely gone. I mean, just hammered, and I'm like, man, you know, you're you're. They had one up here I could fix, like right above it, but you know, I was like, you've got to get this fixed. You might as well just let them do both of them. And we had a great conversation, and uh, he's like, well, I appreciate the honesty. I'm like. Like I tell everybody, bring it to me first because right, I'm going to be honest. I'm not just going to be I, like, oh, I can fix it and all that. And yeah. then you still have all this paint damage. It's one nah. thing if it's a chip or two, you know, right. and, it, and it helps. But, yeah, it, it's, you know. And, and, and I feel that's the way um, it should be presented from, from our standpoint to a customer. You know, anybody that is having a customer come to them, just be honest with them. You know, it, yeah, if. Okay, you got paint damage, you got paint crack, we can touch it up. Or if you want it to look flawless, well, then, yeah, you have to go to, you have to get it painted kind of a thing. And and I I am that way with all my customers because I, I want them to be happy at the end of the day. Absolutely. So, you know, I'll tell them, yeah, I can fix the dent and touch it up if you're fine with that. If you're not okay with that, then we have to figure out a different route. And, and some people still are like, you know, big, I have, I did a big dent on a, uh, Jeep, um, uh, Jeep Doring. I can't even think of the damn name. Um, Grand Cherokee. Cherokee. Or, yeah. yeah. On the rear door is a big dent and on the bottom it hit where that fold weld is. And it just, it was probably like 10 inches, I don't know, 12 inch crack. And he's like, he's like, I don't want to paint it. He's like, just yeah. fix the dent and put some paint or touch or clear on it. And he's like, I'm good. And then yeah. other people like tiny, tiny little, crack or a little bit of paint and they're like nope i don't want to see it all right yeah well, yep. well, that's, that's what i always tell i say hey i'm in the business of making money but i'm also in the business of making my customers happy and uh if, you, if you're following an insurance claim and you're missing a bunch of paint off your stuff take it to a body shop and get right, it paint right. and everything fixed so yeah. well and that's, just... that's a nice thing too you know um the body shops that i work with they're all good people they all do really nice work and you know, I, I tell them, I, I work with these guys day in and day out. I'll refer you to whoever's <laughs> closest to you, or I'll give you every one of their names, but I can, wherever you're located, I can give you a name of a body shop to use. Yeah, um, right. You know, because... Yeah, we, uh, some you might think about, we've got a page on our website that we'll send the customers. It's our, our preferred body shop, so we'll just send that to them, and then they can make a selection off of that. Makes yeah. it easier. No, that's, a, that's actually a great idea. You know, that yeah. I would... I actually thought about doing, you know not like a sponsorship or whatever, but kind of that same thing, people who we work with or whatever, you know, so they, they do know that there's other options if, if need be. But, but the, the biggest thing is like you said, Brandon is trying to get those people to come to us first before that, you know, if they can gain our trust where, yeah, we can fix it or nope, sorry, you do need the body shop and then refer them to a good body shop. 
the more well, we do that, I think the more ground we gain with trust. And, well, like I, like I tell the ones that I, I do that, I mean, it's not that I can't fix it. It's, you know, I, I tell them straight up, I would rather you spend that, the money you're going to spend with me, and then you got to turn around and spend it with a body shop. In this particular case, I'd rather you just take that money and put it full conventional on this. Yep. You know, and, and like Andy said, you know, we're, we would rather have that customer down the road. And they will come back. I mean, just constantly. Yep, absolutely. And um, you know, and if it's something, oh boy, where'd he go? And if it's something small, like um, what was it? Monday morning, I had a um, guy call. He rode by here. Uh, it was just paint transfer. He hit the it's a twenty one Mustang black, and he hit the side of the garage, backing oh. out. But it just left white transfer. It took about a half inch spot on the bumper of the paint right on that corner. And uh took me five minutes. Cleaned it off, polished it up. I actually had some black, touched that up. He's like, How much I charge you know, how much do I owe you? And I'm like, You don't owe me anything. Yeah. He's like, What? You know. And so I said, Look, just leave me a Google review. Um yep. I didn't ask for a five star, I just said, just yeah, leave me right. a Google review. Um, I said, don't say anything about it being free, you know, right, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, he went right on, did that. And I've had two of his family members yesterday send in estimate requests. So, yep, no, and then he, then he called me. He's like, Hey, I'm trying to send everybody I can your way right now. I'm like, so right. Appreciate so it. You did a little something for free and look at the return on that, you know? And yeah, I, I've done. Stuff. Hey, Andy, welcome, welcome to the show. Uh, Found like I don't even know what I had to, I don't know what happened. <laughs> you just left us like yeah, we pissed him but, off. But yeah, I do I feel like just being truthfully honest with the customer and doing everything you can to help them and and push them to the to where they need to be or whatever will make them happy. Yeah. And you whether you do something for them or not, as long as you're doing the right thing for them, they'll come back to you. You'll you know, and then they will refer. Um, I've got I've got one that um, I just sent over to Denops. Uh, <laughs> I'm deaf like I'm deaf like Copenhagen. <laughs> <laughs> boy, ain't right. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's all 100% PDR. Uh, but the edge of the between uh, right on the edge of the back door, it's got two little chips. But it's they're real fine. You know, it's like almost like a burn. Um, yeah. It is going to be full written up as full conventional um or at least the front door oh, replace right. yep. repla replace paint and then the back door repaired and you know it had to be blended blend but we're doing full pdr on it and you know i told myself like, well you're going through insurance they're like we don't want it painted i mean it's only got nine thousand miles on this truck pretty blue and i said i'll i'll touch up those spots fine i mean it'll look fine um that way you don't have to have this repainted because it really doesn't need it. So they're 100% on board with it. Um, Those are the best, man. I, yeah. You know, I yeah, just so wish everybody was cool with that. But if they if they would realize what the difference is between a little bit of touch-up or having to literally yeah. tear whole side of a vehicle part just to paint and blend so it matches, I mean, <laughs> that's the hardest part to get through to people. You know? Oh, absolutely. I think I know what Amy's going to say. Guess what we did? We did exactly what we talked about we do before the show. We talked about, about PDR for 40 minutes. Because <laughs> 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 that's what we love. And we get, we get to yeah, talking about it. It's hard. So, I mean, it's old, right? <laughs> Rick Hammer, who are you outside of the PDR world? <laughs> <laughs> this is it, man. Uh, dents. Yeah, just, that's uh, all I know. Dents and driving. <laughs> yeah. don't, now, don't be that dent guy. Oh, that's all I know. Or dents. Uh, what's, yeah. what's outside? Oh. No. Um, literally, you know, like we said, our whole goal with this podcast is, is getting you out there more personal level, letting yeah. people kind of get to know you better. Um, we know just by the comments, got a lot of people that love you and respect you. So, um, that's cool. Man. You know, uh, are you married? How long you been married? Kids, you know, what y'all like to do family, you know, by yourself, whatever. I mean, <laughs> Hey, it's your, it's your, uh, don't need text. Yeah, are you, a, are you a hunter? Cause I might have to text Jeremy Nady real quick. Like, hey, yeah, yeah. No, we, we love, 
we love our hunting. Uh, <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, not not too big into fishing or anything like that. I don't have time anyway. But right. um, but yeah, I am I am married. I've been married for um, four years, and we dated for several years before that. Uh, we just had our uh, daughter, our first kid. Um, she's two little over two years old now, so that's a lot of fun. They're so fun um, at that age. Oh, dude. It's, it's like, you can have the worst day at work, you know, and I, I come home and, you know, the stuff she's learning or stuff she says or expressions on her face. And it's just like, it, it doesn't even matter what the hell, you know, could have lost five grand today or something. And, you know, it's like, it's, it's over, you know, as soon as you see her face and she just, just wait, wants just, to just wait until she's a teenager. And then oh, yeah, yeah, that's, stage. God. Not hey, even then, not even then, 10, 10 years old, that. 10 yeah. years old. <laughs> I, oh. I'm just picturing and hoping she stays the daddy girl she is because, like, right now it's it's excellent and um, you know, hope hopefully, fingers crossed, um, she'll maybe want to be the next generation of this business. And uh, you know, I think it's pretty cool that there's um, more and more women getting into this industry yeah. too, and and they're killing it. You know, they're doing great yeah. work and just again, great people. Um, oh, they fit right in and. Um, so I'm hoping, hoping that she wants to do it if she wants to. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, summertime is about the only thing I like to do anything because winter sucks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's usually we get snow, you know, you can go snowmobiling or ice fishing, but it's too damn cold. Um, but summertime, I like to go golf or try to golf. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, we have a, we have a, uh big pontoon and we like to spend the weekends on the water if, if the weather nice. permits um that's kind of my i grew up camping and and um basically on the water you know so it's like my every summer my dad would take uh like two months off of work and we would just we, we lived at the campground and we'd yeah. boat and and you know i just that was my life and i i love that you know so someday I'd like to do that with my daughter as well, introduce it to her or whatever, and maybe get a cabin or something like that. But right now it's just, we can take the boat. We have a ton of lakes around here and we just yeah. enjoy the go, sunshine. Go ahead and get her that little Barbie pole and put that, that you know, <laughs> nut, nut on that line and let her start casting in the backyard right now. <laughs> oh, she she'll, yeah, she'll, yeah, she'll love that. Until it goes um, through the window. <laughs> man. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'm gonna have to bite my tongue when that happens. <laughs> yeah, I guess you go uh, ice fishing with Jack. He's got the nice oh, jacket and everything. That'd be fun. I haven't been ice fishing in I don't know, probably five or six years. I used to go with a, a buddy of mine that was obsessed with it, and uh, we used to go all the time. But he moved. He moved away, and and I uh, I don't really have any of the gear because I never really cared to <laughs> about it that much. It was more or less just to hang out with him, you know. All right. That's what Jack and Vidney went out not too long ago ice fishing. It was hilarious. Their Snapchats, like, <laughs> they was in bed. It was my birthday, actually. And Vidney, Jack's like, happy birthday. And Vidney's like, whose birthday is it? <laughs> they partied hard. Oh, man. Well, that's yeah, all ice fishing. Is. Right, ice Palace. Like, yeah, you ain't lying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you you catch of... a fish, and it's, you know, it's a surprise because most of the time you're just drinking beer and BSing and. Just well, he's in. got the whole video system. He can see the, see it. Yeah, he's watching. It's like <laughs> playing PlayStation in the ice. You know? I told him, I was like, that's frustrating <laughs> to me because you see the fish right at your lure and they're not biting. I'm like, come on, you son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that would drive me nuts. Uh, oh, yeah. doesn't matter what kind of technology there is. I <clears throat> I can't catch a fish. You know, and my patience <laughs> level on that goes down real fast. It's like, if I put the boat in the water and the line's in the water, you got five minutes, sorry, I'm done. Oh, yeah. I've, <laughs> I've never had patience for fishing. Oh, it's no. an apartment with a smoker and a flat tie. Yeah, he's got, he smokes meat out there, dude. He's smoking food. I'm like, stop. You're making me angry. Like, you I know. He, he was sending me snaps of the, like, that queso he's making. I was like, dude, stop. Cause I, I had to get the recipe after the 75 challenge, but uh, it looked damn good. <laughs> he caught some yeah, big man. fish this year too like the last yeah. time we went out ice fish he had some huge ones holy crap 
Oh, he said he's going again. again. Huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. To, to only be Jack. Like, yeah, we're going to go ice fishing. I'm going to go to Anson. I'm going to go to every meet up there. Every yeah, day. right. <laughs> Him and Vidine. Him and Vidine yeah. make it to everything. Yeah, I, I hooked Jack up with the queso. He's like, hey, how do you make a queso? I was like, I throw a bunch of shit in it and smoke it. He's like, all right, good enough. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I want to go back to this. Thomas said you're going to be as a 2024. He put 23. He meant 24 Dental Olympic partner. Y'all going to tag team together? All right, man. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there it is. It's everybody right. seen it's, it. I guess it's uh, still happening on the Ginger Bros. <laughs> next year, it's it's full uh, entertainment. You gotta you gotta dress up. All right, Thomas. We'll be in touch, man. We got. We got some big shoes to fill out there. Thomas is awesome. I really thought he won that uh, beginners competition. Like I, because I didn't get to see everybody's dance, but I see yeah, his. I was like, either, but I was like, man. And then they didn't win. I was like, wow, whoever won had to be like glass. Like, yeah, yeah. Right. No, I, um, yeah. I, I met Thomas for the first time this year at MTE, and uh, me and him yeah. were uh, just like most people. You know, we were BSing for quite a while, and. Um, very very good dude and um man he he had a lot of information for me too i'm i'm kind of dumb when it comes to the the techie stuff and social media stuff and he uh he definitely enlightened me on some stuff and gave me yeah, quite a bit of information he, there but he's doing good awesome, tech man. good dude yeah. and yes. yeah um he's, he's gonna go fun. far he's gonna go yeah far. absolutely yeah, absolutely and I seen yep. Q was on here too. You, you homie was Q, he? y'all, yeah, he up here earlier. Let me find him. I don't know. He was. I don't know if he's home. He was going on. There he is, the bro. <laughs> you he guys man. are in, inseparable at MTE. Like every time I oh, see dude, you, yeah. I see him. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Hands the whole time. <laughs> yeah, he's he's been a huge huge part of my uh, my career and the success of it too. He he's just always been behind me and. Um, I, I have to give him props cause he, he's always helped me out. He helped me out with uh, a couple hail, small hail storms when I first kind of got started and that was overwhelming for me. He came up and helped me show me how to write some stuff. Um, same thing when I got sick, he was behind me there, you know, calling, asking, how you doing? You know, I told him, I'm like, yeah, I think I'm done. And he's like, nope, you're not, you know, he's like, <laughs> we got this. What do you need? And that's um, so awesome. Yeah. He's he's a super super good dude, amazing tech. Uh, um, he's the goods. He is, yeah. But all my all my boys down there uh, in the cities there, Q and um, Lucas is down there, and uh, John, Don. There's probably some more guys I'm forgetting, but great great group of dudes down there. <laughs> I guess we gotta tell Dwayne we're from the Golf Digest, and he might he might come on the show. <laughs> dude, me. <laughs> Like Cliff, Dwayne, and I, you know, we get done early some days, or you know, even late. We just go, we just go to the golf course and hit the twilight round like all the time. And Dwayne was like just smoking us, you know. We're like, Where, where'd this come from? You know, all of a sudden he's just like, he's like Tiger Woods all of a sudden. We're like, me and I'm, you're me you're like Charles Barkley. Yeah, we're finding we're finding like thirty balls every hole because there's the woods left and right, and you know he's like waiting up at the green for us. Like, let's go! It's getting dark. You, you, you tee off with a Titleist, and you end up with a Nike. Yeah, uh, uh, pink one. Yeah, that's how. Yeah. No, that was my ball. Y'all don't I remember? Swear to God, I teed off with this. Yeah, I'm the same color, dude. We went Sunday. I made eight holes without losing the ball, then I lost like thirty the next three holes. I was like, how the hell? Like, what uh, happened? Oh like, man. That was a I, record. It was kind of a joke, but at the same time, I, I don't know if it ever worked out or brought any business, but I had a like a flight of balls or a case or whatever you call that made with the logo and my number and stuff. Cause I was like, I'm going to go lose these things and someone's going to find them. Right. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, fun. I lost every, I lost all of them on in, in 18 holes. What you so. do is you just go in the parking lot and just scatter them on the ground. Oh, right. So if somebody goes and gets in their car. Oh man, there's a golf ball. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or the rain. Start looking all car. around. 
Just so you know, I found this golf ball next to the dent in my car, so now you get to fix it for free. Yeah. Yeah, now just just hit them on the range, and then when they suck them up, bring them back out, everybody's like, pick it up. Like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dent Wizard, yeah. Uh, they used to give, like, so I did Ding Shield, you know, things for the dealerships for Dent Wizard, and they'd give me a little sleeve of balls or whatever, and then things would go immediately in the woods as soon as I started oh, playing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> It's like there's a magnet, you know, it just draws oh, right yeah. into the woods. Right, lose all the balls. Jack said, <laughs> "Yeah, Jack's yeah. Jack's fun to watch. Jack's learning. He's been getting some training and stuff on it. So, what? Uh, yeah, what do you usually shoot? Lessons, but what's about an average score for you, dude? I actually, uh, so you keep score. You keep score. <laughs> yeah, I hit a Not nineteen that on to. that one hole. Not that I want to. But uh, it's actually kind of funny. So a good buddy of mine lives down the road for me and he has a, a really nice simulator in his garage. And so this winter we created a winter league and it's two player teams and stuff. And, um, you know, you can pick like the tour has courses all over the world, like S- Scotland. And I don't know, we played this one course that I played last night, dude, it was, it was ridiculous. Like by the end of it, my ball was in the ocean or on the beach like every time. And I think I was like plus plus 26 at the end of 18 holes or something. It was just, I'm like, whatever. I don't even care. But it was pretty pathetic. Yeah, just, Not bad. I shot a 107 Sunday, so you're good. <laughs> <laughs> you go. Oh, man. It, but honestly, whether I'm doing that or, um, you know, actually golfing and, you know, during the summer and stuff, it's, just in, it's enjoyable, you know. It's like I don't. This <laughs> it is at least one and a half, two beers a whole. Man, that's true. Keep it score at least. Yeah. Hey, so I don't know hunter... what we ran out of first: beer or golf balls. But yeah, our hunters here. So uh, you said you do hunt, right? Yeah, yeah. All what all do you hunt? Yeah. Um. Basically, right now, all I hunt is uh, the white-tailed, and then in the fall is you know small game and stuff like that but awesome. that all depends yeah. last year last year with the hail there was no time for that and oh, uh, sure. yeah and then uh our our winter started a little late too it was pretty warm for rifle season this year so i said forget it because you take one down and that you know and it's 60 70 degrees out you got a lot of work to do real quick and i yeah not for that <laughs> Right. I, I'd rather go to the grocery store and buy a nice steak. And <laughs> yeah. I'm not. Well, I'm not that diehard. Well, welcome to Alabama hunting. <laughs> yeah, for real. Sixty to seventy. Yeah. Oh, that's probably a cold. He's day. after Brandon's out there hunting swim trunks and a tank top. Like what the hell? Camouflage. Camouflage tank top. <laughs> the uh, well, the only buck I shot this year when I put him up on the the skinning rack. Right there on his chest was about 20, 25 ticks. Oh, man. But they hadn't, like, fully dug in, like, when I skinned it. You know, I'm like, good grief. It was yeah, just one of those warm spells. So, yeah, dude, the, those things are nasty. Get a little little moisture and get warm out, and those things yeah. are, like. Last year I shot, uh book I shot. It was 80 degrees. Oh, dude. Dude, I was I was ready to just go back to the camp. I was sweating my butt off. And then he was thirsty. And he come from the other property going to a water hole. I was like, you just made a mistake. <laughs> I don't care if you're a spike. I don't care if you're the biggest daggum deer. I'm shooting your butt. <laughs> uh, yep. That's hilarious. But anyway, yeah, but you were sweating after that one, though. Oh, I had loaded, loaded, he was about 200 pounds. I had to load him oh, up by really? myself. Yeah, dressed, yeah, really. No, not yeah, dressed. A... No, no, oh. just, no, no, we don't, we don't feel dressed. We take them back, camp, <laughs> hang that sucker up, skin it, all the guts off later. And... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's dump them on I mean... the side of the dirt road somewhere, everywhere, wherever you yeah. can. No, no kidding. Yeah. My granddad, when I'd go hunt with him, he had, he'd bring the tractor down and pick, you know, pick it up with the bucket, and we right, that's how yeah. we yeah field dress it and stuff. That's back the in the day when I hunted done. years so, and years ago. Reed's first one, he was three. 
we shot it at the buddy's property, like out here by where we live. It was a little spike. Of course, I butted the gun up against me, but he was sitting there and he looked oh. through. He looked through the scope, and pulled the trigger, and uh, got him a little spike. And nice. so I had to bring it back home. I was like, how am I going to skin this? I have I have no skinning rack. I have nothing. <clears throat> so I had an A-frame ladder, a piece of two inch or one and a half inch PVC that I cut. <laughs> shoved it through those legs and then hung that sucker up in that ace frame. It worked. You know? You're but, creative uh, as shit. I give yeah. you that. <laughs> I mean, you gotta be when it's warm out. You yeah, ain't yeah, much you time. gotta make it happen. Yeah. I think, dropping it off on the side of the road. You think you're done in time. You think your daughter you get her out hunting when she gets a little older? Oh yeah. I mean that that's how I got into it. You know, my dad got us started young and it was usually almost too young you know like i'd go with my cousin and we'd go off with our dads but the whole time we'd be sitting there you know making noise and eating sunflower seeds oh yeah they they never shot anything when we were with but it was the whole (laughs) point of bringing us with and and uh well it's about it's it's about getting away and just 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 oh seriously having having a good time and just being out in the woods and you know it was me and my granddad, I'll never forget them times, even though I didn't like it then because he'd wake me up at like three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, worst we, thing ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We go to the cabin. You got to get up there before I'd sleep. You know. He'd wake me up. Hey, there's a deer. Bam. All right, I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> 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 yeah. I don't know what Ryan, Ryan's actually tried the air compressor trick while uh, skinning a deer. I don't oh, yeah. know. So you, poke, you can poke a hole like in the skin right there and you, you know, just put the end of a oh. air nozzle and it's supposed to just blow it loose from the meat i've never tried it really yeah how's it work ron i'm curious now how big of an air compressor you need for that <laughs> All of let's see what i got i'm gonna get one of those industrial ones i just wanted to blow the skin right off just yeah come out, <laughs> come out covered like a tarred and feathered <laughs> just put a little stick of dynamite in it and... yeah. i think i shoved it up uh, the rug again yeah that's like it's like the first time i ever went dove hunting um uh, <laughs> My dad, you know, I sat by myself. He gave me his his uh, twelve gauge, and he's like, all right. You're on your own over here. Right. Yeah, I was probably thirteen, and finally I hit one. I mean, I shot just about a whole bu- box of shells. I finally hit one. The sucker hit the ground. It was flopping around. I ran up to it. And I went, boom! <laughs> I'm like, where'd the bird go? <laughs> where'd the bird go? <laughs> the bird is not the word. <laughs> That's nothing but. A little bit of feathers left. I said, where's the best where you got it? <laughs> you see some dumbass sticking it up their butthole, come out covered in shit. <laughs> Wrong <laughs> Oh, man. That'd be messy. Oh, Lord. Yeah, you did, Jeff. What the hell? Like, you know what's up. You missed yeah. all the choke. We got two minutes left. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, – I've thought about that, but at the camp up there, we just have, like, a little pancake compressor. Uh-uh. I ain't trying that. Yeah. It I'm doesn't curious. take me. It doesn't take I me usually, long to skin a deer. So yeah. no, no. I usually try to pawn it off on somebody else. Anyway, that's because usually, usually the one. I'm usually the one that gets pawned off on. <laughs> no, I'm sure. Yeah, I've had to do too many of those. So now, now I try to pawn them off. But it's like, you know, everybody starts pointing the finger at someone else and. You know, and finally, it's like it just comes back to me anyway. It's like, all right, let's get this <laughs> just might as well do it to be yeah, save an argument. I told, yeah. I told my son after this year, it's the last one I'm skinning for you. It's, Gotta uh, figure it out. Like, well, that's the last time I'm going hunting, man. Yeah, yeah that, that, I'm all if, done. That, if he don't want to shoot enough, <laughs> hey, that's money I'll save. So, right. Um, right. yeah, and, and it's just me, my buddy, and and my son. That's that's all. So my buddy. I don't think he Sorry, knows how to. Man. I don't think he knows how to clean one, so he doesn't shoot them. Horace. <laughs> I mean, he grew up hunting. He grew up hunting with me since we were five years oh. old. So, but I don't. So he doesn't go hunting without you, then. He really doesn't. He <laughs> might go sit in the woods without he, him, but he yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. up there and and. Well, I thought about shooting this when I saw it. Might shoot it. Oh, uh, just let it go. Oh no! How did you get to see Rob Ivy's? Oh, dude, that was, split gross. that was bad. <laughs> I felt so bad for him. He tried hopping up on the trailer to to help out, and he slipped right away. And I mean, he's 
He's been he's got himself right to the bone. You know, just he's been he, there. He's been smiling ever since. Yeah, he, he's still, uh, <laughs> dude, he had that smiley face going on there. That was great. Yeah, I give him credit. He was get a champ for that, but I'm like, damn, that is gonna need some. I think he said it took staples or something. I don't even think well, they he had a, stitches. He had a rough a couple of days. Like started out, he got there, they lost his luggage, and he had a CPAP machine in his luggage. Yeah. So he couldn't go to sleep till like two o'clock in the morning when the luggage finally got there. Then he slips and cuts his knee wide open. It's like, yeah, rock. There's nothing worse than having to go to the hospital like when you're in an area you're not from or oh absolutely yeah, especially and was, when you're trying to have fun. And I thought he'd been done. Heck no, he was right back at it. Yeah. Yeah, he's all in. Just teasing the whole time, loving yeah. life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like a really good time. dude. Not even too. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we're uh we're at the hour mark, so yeah, that was good. That I'm real curious, real quick. Uh, what's up with the bull behind you? Is you got like a country western room in there? That what? guy right there. Yeah, that, that's what Rick looks like without his hair. I mean, without his hat on. <laughs> yeah, without my hat on, that hair just kind of comes down. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have anywhere near that much hair. <laughs> <laughs> I got same. same girl, same. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember. Uh, my wife found that somewhere, but we live on 40 acres or whatever out in the oh, wow. country. And uh, she she wants a cow. And so we found that on uh, whatever that, uh, what's that store online called uh, that has everything? Um, Interest or something. Or Amazon? Something along those, something like that. Huh? That's <laughs> an Amazon? <laughs> One of those, yeah. Whatever. Uh, the, <laughs> But uh, I don't. Know. It does have a name. I can't remember what it's called. But that that's her cow. So I want a cow too. <laughs> I want to come my freezer to eat on for a while. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. She she's not she's not for that. She so if I get a cow, I it's gonna be a pet, and then that's as close as we're getting. Then so right. I'm not feeding an animal that isn't gonna do anything for me. So it's crazy. You it'll, got it'll, forty it'll acres. Feed you one day. Yeah. Well, when the wife's not around, maybe. <laughs> I don't know what happened to it and yeah. why we got all this meat. <laughs> yeah, the wolves got it. I don't know. Man. <laughs> yeah. But we just happened to have a full freezer. I don't know. How, how's that steak tonight, baby? Oh, it's good. <laughs> That's bad. I love it. Everybody's yeah. everybody trying to figure out which store you got it from. We got Craigslist, Wayfair, Ikea. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was Wayfair. Wayfair. There you go. I, had, but, I think it was Jack. So our, our real quick, our neighbor does actually that his property butts up right next to our house and he does have a pet cow um, and his name is Lyle. And that's what uh, got my wife wanting a cow. But I'm like, Lyle oh, wow. hangs out right there every morning. So you, yeah. you can go say hi to Lyle and eat his ass and white bread. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's hilarious. Uh, yeah, that's man. awesome. 30-year-old cow. <laughs> oh wow yeah you wouldn't want to eat that steak no that. no that'd be <laughs> that'd be that'd be some tough stuff right it's there. not way goo <laughs> no it's way bad <laughs> yeah it's way bad <laughs> i like oh, that oh lord <laughs> well yeah um dude we appreciate you coming on man absolutely no, yeah. thank you guys for inviting me on and this was a lot of fun and um, like I said, it's always just a blast being a part of anything like this or in person, the meetups it's, you know, I hope to see you guys soon and, uh, meet some more people too. Absolutely. So, Definitely. But yeah, I mean, thank you very much, fellas. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you. And Josh, we do, uh, you come to see anytime you want, buddy. We'll, we'll be here. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure Andy will be, he may do another meetup. Christmas yeah, day. we're doing the, the Thanksgiving one again, or the one around Thanksgiving again yeah. for the toy drive. So I'm going to put yeah. that one on the list, man. Do Definitely. it. We had a great year. time. Yeah. It was, it great. was a blast, especially yeah. all the fools that went to Nashville and party hard. <laughs> Everybody showed up, hung over to the meetup. I'm like, you supposed to do that tonight. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. But yeah, we, uh, Appreciate everybody that was watching the whole time. Yeah, we had a lot of you. viewers and uh, a lot of viewers, a lot of comments, a lot of thank comments, and uh, awesome. Yeah, that's what it's about, man. So, yeah. Again, uh, who are we having on next week? We need to talk about it. We need to talk about. It. We got a whole list. So hey, there's a lot of guys. Yeah, if y'all are uh, listening, uh, if you get a call from us or 
a text. Be ready to come on. Yeah. Don't be like Mark Hunter and not say, oh, you going to come on. <laughs> right. We're going to get him on at some point. But Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Maybe we get get uh, Johnny Krug or uh, one of our 75 hard brethren in here or sister. In- there you go. Yeah. Thomas Potter, we got to get him too. Yeah, Thomas, man, we got. He's so on. People. He's on the list. So just when you yeah, think you're man. like running out of people, it's like there's such a big list of people we need to have on. <laughs> Andy, fi- Andy finally started making a, a notebook list or whatever on iPhone. Sent it to me. We just keep adding to it. And I'm like, we're gonna have the whole year, you know, not even full, not even scheduled out. Just have a whole list. Keep adding more. And I'm trying to think a week ahead, but I failed this week. So. <laughs> well, we just it, it's been one of them months you guys will be all right <laughs> oh yeah we'll figure it out yeah. well rick hang out in the back room when we uh when we shut her down we'll talk right. to you for a few minutes before we leave yep right on all right guys uh appreciate y'all watching again comments and um i will try to get caught up getting these things loaded on apple podcast here yeah we need that too next day or so <laughs> i started downloading them today and i haven't uploaded them so uh, tomorrow I'll get it all called up and get Perfect. all the way all the way through Rick's. So you can always you can re- listen to Rick's on Apple Podcasts. So anyway, appreciate y'all. Love y'all. We'll see you next week. Bye everybody. See you guys. Bye.